0: Hello and welcome to the Ghibli Rewatch series of the overly animated podcast where we'll be going through every Studio Ghibli movie chronologically from the beginning. I'm Dylan Heisen and today I'm joined by Alex Bonia. Hello, and Allie Martin. Hi. Yet the Ghibli Rewatch series, join us in rewatching or watching for the first time all the Studio Ghibli movies now that they're available for streaming for the first time on HBO Max in the United States and Netflix in most of the rest of the world. New podcast every Wednesday as we go through the whole Ghibli catalog. Um, find all the ways to contact us at overlyanimated.com uh, I'm, I'll am i be taking you through all these movies as a Ghibli expert, joined by Coast with a variety of Ghibli experience and today it is time for Pompoko, the highly anticipated dis- Pompoko discussion um, we'll be talking everything about this movie, spoilers for Pompoko, we'll only vaguely refer to the other Studio Ghibli movies, but watch Pompoko and then come back and listen to this podcast, I also want to give a special language warning for this, uh, for this p- discussion. We will be using a variety of terms, probably, I assume, to describe male genitalia, considering the content of this movie. So you are warned, we'll be talking about uh, biology terms and other, other related terms. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: we'll, okay, that was very smooth, Dylan. There it's, you yeah. go, congrats.
0: there you go. Um, we'll be discussing both subs and dubs. I don't, I've not, never seen the dub for this movie. I don't know if anyone, I don't think anyone else has, but apparently J.K. Simmons is in it. Um, and, (gasps) uh, but primarily, right. Now I
2: regret it, (laughs) kind of.
0: I don't know. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who was famous for like a second in the 90s. All right, there you go um and we will but uh yeah so either one you watch it's fine we'll be we'll be discussing whatever so watch what you prefer okay time to get into Pompoko though we are in 1994 now we're back to isao Takahata um this uh movie is was uh, surprising to me was a success in japan the top domestic movie in 1994 um i think at this point, probably any Ghibli movie that comes out is going to be a big success in Japan. We're kind of over the hump of them being a famous studio in Japan um, by 1994. Um, this is a very strange movie. Uh, it's uh, Americans, at least. It prominently features tanukis, which are uh, raccoon dogs. Uh, it is translated as raccoon in the uh, both the sub and the dub. But I think t- technically these are not raccoons. These would be a separate species of animal called tanukis, and the closest way to refer to them in English might be raccoon dog. Um, honestly, and we can talk about this, I think that this is an extremely difficult movie to translate, and the subs for this movie even were um, potentially uh, not as accurate as some other movies just because of the content it's getting into. We can discuss that though. Uh, you, I think this is one of Ghibli's most heavily environmentalist-themed movies, even among all these other ones we've been discussing. At times surrealist, featuring gorgeous animation, Pompoko is definitely going to be one of the most interesting Ghibli movies to discuss, at least from our kind of American perspective. So, this is both of your first experience watching Pompoko, uh, Alex. What was it like? What do you think of this movie?
1: Uh, poka is one of the wildest movies I've, I've ever watched. Like uh, it's like, first of all, like it's a long movie. Like if it, you, you feel the length on this one, but I think because of like, I, I've used the word meandering for, um, for a couple of Ghibli movies before. I think I used it for, for only yesterday when I talked about it on, on discord. And so the Takahata connection makes sense there. So like it, it's, it, it, it's interesting because right, the themes that this movie are handling i think are are Treated pretty well, like, and there's so much to like break down in terms of like environmentalism, the power of media, the uh, the uh, the decline in religion, in interest in religion. Like, there's like a bunch of like different stuff that's that's dealt with during the movie, and it's like, yeah, that's like that's like cool and all, but at the same time, it's all couched in this mockumentary style thing where we're following. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <I know>. okay, <laughs> At one so point, t- someone but, 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 does let's, talk let's to the camera. You, that yeah, is- let's treat it the, the, the 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 Tanukis as real creatures. So this documentary style <laughs> um, depiction. I guess there's of, a narrator. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean that's that's the thing, right? Like, it's you, the one who you're, talks you're, to it's, the camera at the end. Yeah, this movie is so dependent on on voiceover describing what's happening to you, as opposed to letting the story speak for itself. It like requires that uh, that like explanation of what's happening. In part, I, I think it's because uh, mostly because of the choice to make this seem like a documentary thing, where you're following a group of animals over the course of years. But like, I think that. That also contributes to the general feeling that like this is not a movie with a story that feels cohesive or like something that I can really grab grab onto, and it's not even the fact that they're cre- they're, they're mythical creatures like the, because like fa- fantasy is a genre that like you you can have, can have I mean I, like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or like there's like so many different examples of like fantasy where like there's no way to explain it in real life. But you do get an emotional connection to the to, to the to the subjects in question. Whereas here, I think the problem is that there's not there's like so many different uh, Tanuki characters that like get swapped in and out <laughs> of the of this story. And it's hard to like really uh, attach onto one of them and like feel um, some kind of e- empathy for it. It's more of a general empathy they're pushing of the environmentalism. But like that, that can only get you so far in a, a movie that ostensibly is meant to entertain. And I think also like the cyclical nature of like seeing the 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 main characters succeed in something small and it having no effect. They succeed in something small, it continues to have no effect. And I think that's purposeful on the part of the movie, but at the same time it's hard to watch that for a long time uh, because it's wearing you down. And even if that is the purpose of the movie to tell you, look, like this is just human society marching on and the animals have no, are, are, are helpless to, to counter this. Like there's not, there's not enough there for me to like, like because i'm not emotionally connected to the characters it's hard for me to re uh, to really invest myself in their play as opposed to something like grave of the fireflies which Takahata did really did really well in that in like something as uh, as extensive as world war ii but it focuses on two characters and so like that really emphasizes the feelings of that so just like to summarize Pompoco is a really interesting movie it's ha- it's a premise that I can totally get into. But I think that the execution is just really off in terms of like it, it it's purposefully doing something where it's treat where it's treating it uh, as like something you you watch happen without any. Without any real real hope going forward, and there's it 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 ends in a way that's kind of that's also like downbeat. But because of the fact that we never really got attached to anybody, it doesn't it doesn't hit as well as as of the Fireflies*. So it's just like it's hard it's hard to really take this as a movie. But at the same time, I think that there's a lot of interesting stuff you could break down within the movie. But it, it it and the purpose of entertaining it doesn't really get there okay uh uh,
0: interesting reactions from alex ali how did you react to pomboko what do you think of this movie
2: well first i'm sorry i have to be that annoying weeb the plural of tanuki is tanuki and they are a species or sorry a subspecies of a raccoon dog so they are real i did learn a little bit about the folklore in college and honestly watching this i felt like i missed something with all the ball humor but thinking about it i think it really is like it's a lost in translation thing that's not going to be able to tr- transfer over to especially like i feel like the western hemisphere like if you look at series or read a sorry animated series from japan like shinchan i don't know if you guys have heard of that one but they have a lot of like ball and if <laughs> you might have to censor penis humor um yeah, and i that, never that, really I think that falls
0: under our warning in the beginning that's fine
2: okay good Um, personally as a like presenting female American, I never really got the humor behind that. But while I was in Japan, like all the guys and even the girls are like, really, they think it's very funny. And I think in that sense for this movie, it was supposed to sort of add to part of their charm because in like legend, Tanuki is supposed to be like mischievous and funny and being like kind of stupid. So it kind of makes sense in that sense. But for me, it also fell flat. And I, I like what Alex said about how the narration in a way kind of takes like the telling and not showing for me going into a Ghibli movie was also very jarring, but knowing now that it was not directed by Miyazaki also makes a lot of sense. Not, th- not to throw any shade at Takahata, but um, watching it when I did, as you guys know, I was really not into it because of all the ball stuff. Like I, to me, that's <sighs> just too much. It was way too much. Like I really like the, the shape shifting and master of disguise themes. And obviously because that's part of their, legend or whatever but i never learned about like other than the fact that they have have big balls like i never it was never like expanded upon in my studies so seeing this i was like like kids got to watch this and they thought it was funny but i it didn't flop in japan right you said it flopped in america
0: I mean, it, oh yeah, I didn't include the American reaction in the beginning, but it, it, this was never really widely released in in America. Is the, the, yeah, the they, they kind of just like threw the dub out there along with the uh, his next movie? Um, but no, it was a success in Japan.
2: Okay, I mean, it, it to me, it makes sense. And like Alex mentioned, with the themes of like environmentalism, the themes of urbanization, I, I I did expect that because when you see a Ghibli movie, it's either or like one of two things or both of the things. It's like raising up empowering strong women or telling you about the environment and why people suck and why they ruin it. And with that part I really enjoyed, but I don't know. It didn't land as much for me, I guess in part because it was so realistic and it was a Ghibli movie. I didn't expect it, even though I probably should have just like looking at the cover art. Um, I do want to watch it a second time because I think I would enjoy it more. Um, but it really I'm super on the fence kind of leaning towards, I did not like it still as a whole. I think it was, done well all things considered but i don't know i'm really i'm really iffy
0: about it yeah okay well uh, we can uh, get into uh, it i would i would just uh, that, uh, throw throw people one way or the other on this yes alex
1: well I, I would just comment that like of all the movies that we've watched in this uh, watched i think that this one is one is one of the ones that's going to benefit the most from a rewatch just because on mm-hmm. first watch your uh, your your brain kind of gets like taken, uh, gets a bit hijacked by like trying to understand the folklore of it all. Yeah, and so you kind of get distracted from like what or what like the the story and thematic stuff is because you're just you I mean and like that you're like. Okay, so the Tanuki—they're like using their their balls and their are shape-shifting. Okay, okay, okay. But like, I think that a, that a rewatch, like especially for for the for these kinds of movies where they they throw so much lore at you, you need the rewatch to like get the re- the rest of the story a bit more down pat. So like, if for anybody who's watched it once and is like, oh, I I don't get it, I I, I would say like a second watch, it it, it I feels very likely to change your view of this slightly. Yeah, well, yeah. that's a good transition into my thoughts. But
0: we also said that about <laughs> Only Yesterday a lot. Um, we, we said, uh, you know, on that podcast, Delaney just watched it. She didn't react positively to the ending. Michelle and I were, like, having seen it a few times, like, we really love the ending. Here's why. And so, yeah, I think Takahata's movies do have kind of that quality, that rewatch. Yeah, but, because, like, even Grave. Like, could. Yeah, I think so, too. Grave, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Ali, got it. yeah, I think uh, Ali said not expecting it to be so kind of realistic and stuff. I think that is Takahata's trademark, and it's really interesting, Uh, seeing realism told through animals instead of humans. Um, One of the most interesting characteristics of this movie. So I I did see this movie along with all the Ghibli movies uh, when I was watching them for the first time like many years ago. And this is never one I really got into um, and not one I've really seen since then. I may have rewatched it once since my initial viewing, but this was the first time in a long time. And I think for the first hour when I was rewatching it, I had kind of the same reaction, wasn't super into it. But then around hour 15, I think things really started coming together for me in this movie. Um, and I was really floored by the last 45 minutes of this movie. I, I was as floored as I've been by some of these big ticket Ghibli, Ghibli movies, um, really emotionally affected, really thematically affected by what's happening um, I think visually, this movie just kicks it in the high gear around then with the 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 ghost, the goblin parade. Um, yeah, definitely, a visual spectacle. I was super into, and it keeps going. I think with with some of those incredible visuals throughout. Um, but the the environmentalist themes. Uh, I, I think it's it's really well done at the end, and yeah. I, I want to talk about a lot of the reasons why, but I ended up at the end, like, loving Pomboko and I'm really happy because I, this movie is considered by some people to be re- one of Takada's greats. Um, you know, I think, like, uh, for me, when I think of Takada's great movies, I think uh, Grave of the Fireflies, Only Yesterday, and uh, Tale of Princess Kaguya. I would put this movie up there now with these ones. I am in. I'm in on Pompoco. I'll I'll try to explain why I think everything <laughs> is really really works with with this uh, environmentalism. And I also think like originally I thought of this movie maybe more as like the as the um the Ocean Waves type of movie where I talked about that last podcast, like we, before Ocean Waves, it was kind of like all incredible. You could consider them masterpieces in a row that we discovered on this Ghibli rewatch. And then I think Ocean Waves is like fun. It's good, but maybe not up to that level. Uh But it's, it's you know, it's purposefully it's not. It's kind of their TV, more of a low key release for them. <laughs> I think I think Pom for me is now more towards the earlier group of movies. Like I think there's a lot here that uh, is is really incredible. I think this is kind of a culmination of a lot of things Takahata has been doing. Um The animation in, in this movie is some of the best I've ever seen in any animated movie. It seamlessly blends disparate animation styles together. And mm. I didn't even realize it was doing it, honestly. Like, I, mean, I kind of understood, but it just it didn't even stand out to me as, as impressive until I took a step back. But, like, uh, 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 Only Yesterday it has two disparate animation styles throughout, and then at the end merges them together for an incredible ending. This movie does it throughout the entire movie. This is Takahata yeah. bringing, bringing that to the uh, the next step. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I I'm glad that I'm getting more into Takahata now with this this Ghibli rewatch because now I see him kind of as the different animation style kind of master um, in a way that that kind of distinguishes him from Miyazaki. I think like he he several of his movies combine really interesting styles together, and and you know we'll, we'll see in his next movie he's like at a it's, it's a completely different style. Uh, interested to get into that one again, but. Um, yeah, I, I was I was really affected by everything happening at the end of, of Poko. I wanna get into its environmentalist messages. Um to me that's like the highlight. I mean that's often our first discussion point yeah. <laughs> um, in well, these um... Ghibli rewatches. But but with with this movie, I think um we talked about it only yesterday. Wow, that movie really says it's environmentalist themes just blatantly, very clear cut. I think this movie <laughs> very clear cut as well. Very apparent, very overt themes that it's getting into here.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I just want to comment briefly before we get like into the themes. There's one thing you mentioned there where like a minute 15, you felt it kicked in. Uh, I find it interesting because in my personal notes, I I I I have a thing there. Like at this point, where the masters arrive and lay out their plan, you're thinking this is setting up the movie's finale. But then you move the the screen. It's like, oh, you're only halfway through the movie, and there's an hour left. So like, (laughs) that was my thought too. Yeah, like the the the, like I. I can see that it definitely like amps up ha- at, at that point in the movie I, I just it's it's worrying that it, it you have to get through so much <laughs> uh, um, to, to get there you know but I, I would definitely agree like it, it visually ramps up from there on especially with with the par- with the parade stuff like that's that's like obviously them go- going all out and, like showing off what they can do you know and uh, and uh, being as impressive as possible um in in that sense so I, I'd agree with you there but like i think that that that's also like uh one of the one of the big big uh length length effects is is that 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 climax is so stretched out yeah and this is a staple of Takahata.
0: he is known uh for going over budget and over (laughs) schedule and uh I think his movies are often too long, and I think, like, he, he doesn't, he doesn't cut stuff out, and we'll see this through, you know, I think only yesterday could maybe could have benefited from being a little shorter. I think this movie could have as well, considering I agree, I don't super respond to a majority of the movie, but, um, a lot of your kind of story complaints, Alex, I think I ultimately don't really care about the the story that they're telling uh um, i think it's in service of the messaging that we get into at the end and um and not saying that it's like invalid to care about the story considering it's a majority of the movie i think that's fair uh just uh like the, what i the state i got into towards the end of the movie is like i i you know like i didn't ultimately care about the Sokichi verse versus Go- gonta Sect conflicts and the but master journey. And, did you, know. you
2: care about the shipping of those two
1: that had uh, the babies? So
0: Sokichi and Okio, the, the yes. epic oh love story that we
1: tell. Yes. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't yeah. <laughs> See, and and that's the thing, right? Like, I totally agree that like the theming of this movie is its strength. Now, the problem is that if the movie focuses so much on the story aspects, like it feels like the theming loses a lot of its punch. But like, if you're able to focus only on that and ignore the uh, the hour of other stuff, then sure, this is a great movie. But like, uh, argument.
0: It's in it's in service of the themes. We need to get to a point where we care about. The tanukis and, and and I
1: don't think we get there. Is I, I think we
0: get there. I agree. We don't really care the tanuki um, tanukis. I mean, it's not an English word though, Ali. So is it like wrong nope, to but, say tanukis? Well,
2: kind of, sort of. I mean, if you like look at the wiki, there's never an S after okay, tanuki. 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 It's like the tanuki. it's like occupy, kind of. Uh-huh.
0: I don't know if that's the example I'd use. It's no, it's like not. a deer. Like a <laughs> Sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Okay. I'll try to say Tanuki. Um But no, in the subtitles, it's just always raccoons and it's it is and you I'm I got distracted. I'm like, they're tanuki though, right? Like I'm yeah. listening, trying mm-hmm. to hear them say tanuki. It was very distracting. I mean, like, I don't know. The then I I, tr- I struggled with the translation of this movie, and I can get Allie's take on this, but um I I, I it's the, at one point that so there's the moment at the end where the Apparently, Ali said this is the narrator, is the guy who talks to the camera at the end. Um, I, 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 I that's what I assumed, but I have no I idea. Who that, don't I, I,
1: actually, the the narration, it, it, the voices change throughout the movie, so like is it's different to Nuki. Okay. Yeah, I had no the, idea. The who the is different. Was. You neither. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know, I know so, that
0: the guy at the end is like Sokichi's friends. I read like he's, but yeah. I, I didn't really track that character. There's like five yeah. characters who so I had a good handle on who they were, other than that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember
2: any of their names. So good on you for.
0: I remember but they I, said I, Gonta all the time. I remembered Gonta. The other I had to look up. The other ones I had to look up. Uh, but uh, at the end, he like talks to the, the camera. I think what he's basically just saying is like, don't kill us. But it's like, really yeah. not like it's not like translated like
2: that. The, um, what he's saying is like, don't be human. And that's like part of the issue I have with this movie is because I mean, what you guys have been saying, the theme, not the themes, the story hammers down the theme, but it's just. I don't know, knowing what I know now about how terrible people are and how messed up our environment is, I feel like if I saw this when I was younger, it would have hit me harder. But I was just like, I know all this. Like,
1: yeah, so that, that's fair. Uh, terrible. Uh, so uh, let, let me terrible. Like and also, with j- well, j- just like, with the narrator, like, the thing is, the movie sends that message throughout. So to have the the Tanuki at the end lay it out for yeah, you, I was like, like really, it, it's a little bit insulting to to the audience. I'd say like given but that the movie through, for two hours has been hammering that message. To
2: be fair, this did come out like twenty six years ago. So back yeah, then, yes. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Was Keep in context like? of
0: you know nineteen ninety four in Japan.
2: Um, How and, bad was the environment in the nineties? Because it's still not so good. But that was like the baby boomer like end era. I guess. It's a
0: different time, but here's the thing. I don't think that, yes, the movie does not, a movie has its message, anti-urban sprawl, anti-not caring about the animals as you're developing, right? That's kind of like the Mm -hmm. main theme I see, anti-urbanization, like not necessarily in general anti-urbanization, but anti-careless urbanization without caring about the environment and the wildlife. That's the theme from minute one to, to minute two, two hours, whatever. Uh, like a minute <laughs> one tw- twenty. 20, uh, minute zero it, it's not, you know, like it's not like that changes. And yes, at the end he says, uh, basically that again, although again, the, the translation, he's basically saying like, I keep hearing, uh, d- d- we're, we're, don't forget about us, but, uh, stop saying that like the ones who you, the, it's like a privilege. If we can be forgotten about and blend in, it's the ones who never aren't forgotten, like who die. Like, like that's the way it's translated. It was confusing. Um, but, but I have uh, to watch that again because I don't remember what he actually said. So. Yeah, But generally, you know, and, and it, of course, it's jarring and people interact negatively. I'm talking and by the way, in general, I like I I, lo- I responded really positively. I understand being like thrown off by this yeah. movie. Like, I, like, obviously, I get it. Uh, But the the point isn't the theme is the same throughout. And, the po- and I don't know. I don't. I, you shouldn't. I don't think you should be insulted by having a, a theme presented consistently.
1: The the, the reason you keep you well, the, the, that, that's not that's not the insult. the the the, the It's a good that the theme is presented consistently throughout the movie. It's bad when a character has to say it out loud, mm-hmm. uh, thinking that you have not gotten it from. Okay, the yeah, I story don't. I don't think
0: the point is that he thinks you haven't gotten it. The point is to drive emotionally drive home what's happening. So this is in the middle of kind of an extremely emotionally cathartic ending to the movie. So. So the like the, the point like the the theme is consistent. It's about emotionally getting you there. Because clearly we don't care about the, the about what they're the what the movie wants us to care about. And sure, we can conceptually get on board with like, sure, okay, we should not just destroy these, these tanuki home, tanuki's homes, tanuki homes. How do you, okay, I don't even know how the pluralization works in that. <laughs> tanuki homes. Tanuki Just homes. Just don't add an S, it's fine. That's, it's, it's jarring when you have to pluralize. Okay. Uh, but, uh, dear homes. Okay. Um, but the, the, it, it like, clearly, uh, like, clearly we can conceptually get on board. But I, I just I'm so impressed by the way we have this this end. I mean, there's uh, first of all, the to me, the standout scene in the whole movie is when let's do one last illusion. We're going to take them back to what it used to look like here. Um, I was just floored by the visuals of uh, them changing the entire landscape. And I thought that was really emotionally cathartic. And then that sets up kind of this ending where some some tanuki blend into society. Some try to survive how they can and they reunite at the end. We pan up. We think they've found a spot it's a golf course like this is they're they're really it's still a developed place they've still lost lost their home they're actually on a golf course and then this is like one of my favorite end credits i've ever seen. We just get this shot of Tokyo and this gorgeous shot of Tokyo as the credits start rolling and i'm left thinking wow this is this is gorgeous i this Tokyo's an incredible city I visited recently. I loved it. Oh my God, this is one of the most sprawling cities in the yep. world. I feel so like emotionally torn down considering how much I love it considering how much like how much I love the diversity in like all the different areas of the place and and visiting all the and then it's like this this is destroyed so much that's what you're left with then and this haunting gorgeous shot of Tokyo and that it's it's one thing to say to the audience like okay we should consider our actions more before we start destroying the environment, but really we only care about ourselves and humanity's proven that. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's another mm-hmm. thing to just emotionally affect you and actually maybe make a difference in how you're thinking. And that's the state I was left in is like, maybe I didn't really care about this this whole time because I am really like, I'm really torn down and exhausted by the by the end of this emotionally. And and this was and it was and it affected me in a way in which I feel like most of these presentations of this type of theme are only surface level.
2: I'm so surprised you feel that way. Because I was I felt that way from the get go. Like I'm so tired of people and cities and all of this urbanization. and I have been for so long. Like I've, I've, I go to the city for work. I love the city, but it's, like, one of the worst things in the world, in my opinion, like, any ti- any kind of city. Like, I love the convenience because I'm a fat American, but it's disgusting, and it's just gross in general for the state of the world. And, like, I'm just, I was so exhausted going into a movie that's about that without, like, fantastical elements that, like, Mononoke has or something.
0: Yeah and I think different people are going to be at different places with this. I like, um, I certainly like conceptually your, your I certainly conceptually like... agree and I think with the, the what I'm trying to argue is that the thing this movie does is it is it emotionally affects me about this issue in a way that I maybe, I, I didn't know I hadn't been affected yeah, that, to the, to the me, depth that of this me. before. So I, I really. didn't know that. And, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, maybe certain people, you know, like aren't and, and, and maybe that's why this movie isn't as, is as affecting or maybe they take different things away from it, you know? Um, yeah. but, and then, you know, this is a very specific, Type of environmentalist theme of urban sprawl. I, I, you know, I'm I'm maybe more attached to different ad- different aspects of it, but as, I think it's also the specific place I am. You know, like mm-hmm. having just just been to the to the place yeah. where this takes place. Mm-hmm. I think it is 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 very affecting in that regard. Um, Listen, I lived there for a year, and it still didn't affect me that much. Yeah. Well, so I mean, the, the overall yeah the overall argument is like um, we need to build up the. Uh, it's not about I care about Sokichi, probably the right. main character of the movie. Yeah. It's about. So- through yes. these people uh, through these characters i I actually care about tanuki enough that these themes will these these themes have room to work their way into your minds and hearts at the end, yeah okay. that's definitely I, I would right. say that's what it's trying to do
2: i I agree I just I don't know, I'm like over what is it I'm desensitized to it at this point
1: well. Uh, I'll say, um, Dylan, you used the word exhausted, and I, I think that that is the uh, the aim uh, of this of this movie. And it's it, it's funny because like it, most envir- I feel like in general, like uh, animated movies, like you get. well, I mean, I guess with all movies, right? Like you get the con- the conflict, and then you get a resolution. Whereas here. Like it's conflict that is ultimately, um, you know, unfruitful, and they have this last stand where they get to see their old home at least visually one last time before it's gone for good. And therefore, the end of the movie is them forced to live on on the in the human society. I, I compare that to something with like, uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry to bring this up, but like Happy Feet is an environmentalist movie. <laughs> oh no, but where, yeah, that's true. Well, uh, yeah, and like the, the that second half of that movie is like trying to ha- hammer the message of hey humans are ruining the, the, uh, the, the polar ice caps and we need to make the humans notice us and that movie it, may, it it portrays it as a successful effort, but because of the fact that like it's it is a fantastical um, solution. Like there's no way that like dancing penguins in real life would ever cause us to actually change our ways because we know how humanity works. It doesn't have quite the same effect as something like Pompoka, where it's showing you the 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 nature of the of the machine of humanity that's just going to keep pressing onward no matter what animals would do, even if they had. This kind of of uh, of, con- of consciousness to them, like to, to do all these plans and still fail. So like in that sense, I would I I, I applaud the movie for for taking a, a bold stance in terms of like again like this is speaking to Takahata's realism, right? That like he can go. Uh, he can uh, um commit to a, a downbeat uh, ending, beat, but be but c- to hammer home the realism of the issue.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, and it's it's an exhausting, depressing ending. I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's like they are celebrating at the end. I like, I think, but the the, the ma- I feel like the main state that I'm I'm left with at the end is like I really now understand, but at what cost of the actions of humanity? Like, but at what cost? And that's. I think that's the that thing the ending is trying to convey. And, you know, like he, he and the, that Tanuki does talk at, at the audience. And like, I would say like, it's at a place when you're most emotionally vulnerable, considering the, the, the like rampant efforts of the end of the movie to try to get you to care. Um, and I think it's like, it needs all that effort because I think people don't care. And, and, uh, and, and even people that do care, I think it's like, like, I think, and I think, I, I think I articulate this, but it wants you to care more than surface level. And uh, yeah. so he, do, he does talk at you. And um, I don't think he's saying what's so simple is don't kill us, but he's like, okay, and now he's actually addressing us. That's like the the most heightened emotional plea, like the most direct emotional plea. Um, and uh, and I like I would like to know a little bit better exactly what he was saying. But uh, to me, it <laughs> felt
2: kind of like it felt like it was directed towards children more than anything because he like also kept bringing up the fact that he was like, um, yeah, like people, not people, Tanuki who can shape shift do exist, but you really have to worry about the ones who don't. And I'm like. Okay, but this is reality. Tanuki do not shapeshift. They're just animals. I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong.
0: Th- We're all living in a simulation. So who knows? Like, It might be true. I definitely think people, uh, especially our culture, considering American media area, are very anti yeah. heavily moralistic endings at this point. Um, and so well. th- this movie kind of came like direct, like, here's the more Captain Planet style. Here's the lesson of the day. Right. Um, so, And I think this movie, you know, it came out t- more towards the Captain Planet. Here's the lesson of the daytime than current. So I think we should consider that. Um, but uh, that's not inherently right. You know, I, I don't think there's any like inherently like inle- intellectually higher state to like not no. have the moral told to you. I think this movie is trying to do it in a context of enhancing the ending of the movie.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Just, it it was it, it wasn't a high
0: point for me either, but I didn't like hate it or anything. Like I think it was yeah. like, a, a, a part of the ending, and I, was, I see what you mean. Yeah. I'm
2: surprised that you didn't see it coming off as like directed towards people who are young though, because it's like I, I don't I'm, know. I'm
0: I'm left wondering after watching this movie, is this a children's movie? Yeah, I, I, oh, it's definitely not
1: a children's movie. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I uh, am people on the oh, people the people die, everywhere. and they're like, eh, we <laughs> we killed humans. That's weird. yeah, like, uh, and they <laughs> show like rac- <laughs> raccoons bleeding out, and they're getting <laughs> hit they're by the cars like well I, I, well yeah, look everybody well, i would say balls the the ball on, ball I is
0: probably more children's fair in japan than here I would say. by yeah, the yeah. way by the way it needs to be is, said they so mentioned that at the beginning right. but
2: i don't understand right. it especially like girls in japan why do you laugh at that i don't understand
0: <laughs> i think as you mentioned you know it's like we it's this like, is a different cultural thing and uh you know we we don't really understand i want to say the the sub translates them as testicles and balls the dub of this movie does not. It calls them raccoon pouches.
1: Cowards, cowards.
0: <laughs> joking, right?
1: That, that, that that's Disney's fault. I this is think. why you
2: should not watch dubs. I don't even care. It's well, terrible. Uh, here's the. This
0: is. I I really just think this is an impossible movie to translate. Like to dub. Like they how, could it, have said balls. <laughs> But the so thing is, even if you include balls, I mean, obviously the way like so, a lot of us react to the, the balls here, it's like we just don't get it. Like translating, <laughs> like saying the word is not enough. We just do not have this context. Let me, let me try to explain the balls here. Here's I'm going to have a few quotes from uh, <laughs> Studio. Jo- uh, let me try to explain balls. No, then, jo- this
2: will uh, be fun. <laughs> no, I'm excited because I. I totally get where it's coming from, knowing the culture. But this go is ahead. from
0: Studio Ghibli, the films of Hayao Miyazaki and Isao Takada, by Colin O'Dell and Michelle LeBlanc. They say passion is a natural, is natural, and the Tanuki show that their natural instincts can only be put on hold for so long. Part of this man is manifested in the male Tanuki's most prominent assets, his testicles. Testicles, I didn't need to read it like that. Testicles play an important <laughs> role in Tanuki mythology, but they are more than just a fertility symbol. They feature a number of traditional, they feature in a number of traditional rhymes. One of the most popular of which roughly translates as. As tanuki balls still swing even when there's no wind. Indeed, the kanji characters for testicles are gold and balls in vernacular Japanese,
1: pointing to the animal as lucky or prosperous.
2: Which is all accurate. And accurate. Uh,
1: well, uh, which is funny because the tanuki in this movie are neither lucky nor that
0: prosperous. <laughs> right. I mean, I think it's ironic to, to to center this around tanuki. Probably, it's probably more affecting as their pro- their their place as these uh, sympathetic. Trickstery, uh like, symbols of good. I mean, I, th- that I assume that's, like, uh, they're just, like, a positive symbol, maybe, or, like, a funny symbol? In... Yeah, it's
2: kind of, I don't know, it's, like, back and forth, because they, it, in, not mythology, in the folklore, they're seen to be really, like, mischievous and kind of stupid, but when you, like, go to temples, or sometimes, I guess, I don't know, shrines, they do have the gold balls, and people, like, will pray to them for certain luck like it's like certain specific things like maybe i don't know give me money or something but i don't know it's it's weird it goes back and forth well
1: speaking speaking to the to the comic nature of the tanuki in this movie i think that that's another barrier for me and that's something that's like uh, again like that's just how the folklore is so like it's there's not really a way to change that but like the re- the Tanuki in this movie are characterized as easily distracted. They debate a lot. They celebrate after every small victory that they get, and so like that that kind of uh, of uh, of action where like it feels very repetitive ap- after a while. Like seeing them like talk about stuff and they don't do anything afterwards, or they get dejected easily. They get uh, distracted. So like all all of that makes makes it hard for you to really <laughs> sympathize with with this uh with with this uh, with this society as much as it is terrible that they're losing their land but like I can't get attached to, to characters that like are, aren't that just aren't really get like banding together so the point where like the finale is like that group splitting up into like three different f- factions I think like the ones that like go off into the into the seed and never be seen again the ones who like get the chainsaws and the ones who hope for the TV so like just like they never really you know band together and that's like something you, you you kind of expect for most movies in the third act. And it mm-hmm. just doesn't happen here, which is again, like it's, it's a choice. It's a bold choice, but I'm not sure it's one that, that helps the cause of, of you getting connected to the characters.
0: The, the third act is specifically them splitting up into, I, mean, I think even more than, than three factions, but um I didn't have that reaction. I certainly was sympathetic to the, to the Tanuki. And I think like for, to me, them splitting up is very human. Them not being, they really were able ever to come together. Um, and part of them splitting up is like, okay, now they're finally going to try and put into practice all these different ways they have of maybe saving themselves and just nothing is where it like works. Like mm-hmm. humans are just too, un- too callous and, uh, something like, and the, like maybe the small thing of their plea to the media does eventually connect in a small way that they set aside some parks. And like, that's the only uh, result that ends up happening. Um, yeah, I mean, I, the I you know I don't think it's like supposed to be like some like motivational uh, overcoming. I think you know we're we're seeing these different aspects these these different people of them. I, it, it's like true, definitely true that I was never super attached to the specific characters. I think overall I found them very sympathetic though.
2: Yeah, I mean just because they're animals and people suck. Like to me, that's just a given.
1: <laughs>
2: animals do no wrong. They're just trying to live, and people are also just trying to live, but they're very. We have the like cognitive brain ability to think very hard about what we're doing and a lot of the time we just choose not to and we put ourselves before anything else and I hate people that's my hot take
0: Uh, I mean you know supported by the movie Uh, (laughs) let me read let me read uh Odell and LeBlanc's uh, overall assessment of the movie for like the, the positive take that I and I, I do see mixed reaction of Pompoco. it's not as popular as the other ones but so, I, some people want to con- consider this in, in in Takata's great work so I want to present that perspective from from like the, the scholarly perspective they say Pompoco is a glorious film full of joie de vivre and humor but also mourns a past that cannot be reclaimed the mixture of folk songs rhymes and mythology makes for an exuberant film that offers just a glimmer of hope in the, that, the, that the young rebelling against their parents' grief and myopia may once see a better world. The humanity in Takada's films is perhaps most apparent when his protagonists are not human. And Pom is a perfect illustration of what animation can achieve and live action can only aspire to. Mm. Um, that's their, their assessment. I think that, to me that transitions well into the animation as, as a, clearly a big reason why they reacted well. Part of my big part of my my reaction to this movie. You um, can talk about the, the Goblin Parade first. Um, I think that's another thing that's tra- translated, question mark, Goblin Ghost Parade. I've seen Spooking War. Um, spooking know? War? I saw that, yeah. Uh, no, no, it's
2: Goblin Parade is more, the, the most accurate.
0: Yeah, but they're you know they're not goblins. They're uh are well,
2: No, they're not. But the like imagery is to be goblins, like goblins, yeah.
0: ghosts, and yeah. ghouls and ghouls. Yeah, like ghoul. Yeah, yeah. I think I think like, it's fine. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a long, uh, disparate sequence from the rest of the film. I would say <laughs> it's clearly one of the more appealing things visually, at least. Um, to me, by the way, something I didn't mention. Right, once the goblin parade starts. We start interweaving these moments, these small moments with humans that I think really help help the end of this movie. And part, in the Goblin Parade, we see these two men eating, I think ramen or something. And no, they're, they're drinking. They're Sake. drinking while it happens behind them. And, yeah, they're uh, drunk. They like don't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a moment when there's uh, kind of two women and two kids, which I was like, are these, they, are, these moms, are these gay right? moms? Yeah, are they're gay g- moms. Thank you, <laughs>
2: because I was very. I,
0: I, I was like, the, these man. are gay moms, right? I think they were walking into the same house. Same house.
1: (laughs) They, they, the I guess is, they could have been apartment. two different
0: people. Yeah, it could have been two different families, but I don't know. To me, this is like second movie in a row with Takato where he's potentially had background uh, queer characters. At, uh, maybe maybe
1: is. we're just, we're just shocked that these movies have multiple women talking to each other. Like, <laughs>
0: well, that is surprising. They looked pretty good. No, I I assumed it was a family, but yeah, we spend like a minute or two with them, and um, then at the end, like during the transformation sequence, like let's bring it back to how it used to be. There's this family who is looking at the the tenu- I found all these really uh, emotionally affecting all these moments with, with humans that they brought in.
2: Especially with the parade, too. Like, you see these people, like, they're watching it in awe when they're supposed to be freaked out. And I mean, eventually with some stuff, they are freaked out. But they're like, oh, like, this is meant to entertain us and not to, like, teach us something. Like, the tanuki are trying to do this to tell them to, like, back off. Like, the spirits are angry with you for your behavior or whatever. But they're like... Oh my God, I'm so like, this is so, so much fun. It's so cool so it and a very like modern
0: reaction type. It's like, Oh, let's put this on the gram. Like you could totally see them. Uh, like, I was like, like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Reaction, like, that put it
2: on the <laughs> I thought it was very effective in the way that like, you're supposed to be mad at them for thinking the way they do, which I mean, I really liked it. I thought it was successful, but it also made me so angry and it's supposed to. <laughs> so job. Yeah.
1: I was like, Duh, of course you'd respond that way. <laughs> but like, I would be freaking I'm, I'm, out. Like. Well, I, I, I guess like the the thing is like I I, I really enjoy that sequence because of, like the different things it's 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 trying to say like one of them is right this uh, this decline in the interest in religion like to the point where like the 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 the, the Tanuki elders are talking about like oh well, back in my day like they would have given us five times the sacrifices for this stuff but like in the modern day people are just not as as moved. By that and so like when they see the, the stuff they treat it as like oh that's fun uh, oh well, it's spooky ooh and then they just move on with their lives <laughs> like well, just like uh, that you couldn't really depend on that stuff and like to a lesser extent like seeing the the Tanuki et- et- try to exploit that, that religious interest in, in, in spooking the people like that's also like another thing that you could probably dig into but also at the same time like later we talk about how like because nobody filmed the parade, there's the, the story is just gonna die down. So like also like talking. Talking about like the power of media, right? That like causes don't don't get traction unless somebody chooses to, to expand it to the to the world. Obviously, now in our day with social media, it's a lot different than than it was in the '90s, where only television was considered that mass media. But like that uh, that idea is also like still <laughs> still to this day, where like social media has a lot more power in its in amplifying uh, the the causes of the oppressed. So well, the 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 Goblin Parade is doing like se- uh, several things, all which at the end of the day are kind of depressing <laughs> if, 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 from the from the point of view of the Tanuki. But like at the same time, like I I enjoy that it's like do, doing these different things primarily through through the humans.
0: Yeah, man. If the the Goblin Parade was now, people would be live tweeting. I'm like so mad that you mentioned <laughs> that because it's
1: so true. It <laughs> would be, really they, they, be, they would really
0: just they would believe it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: they would be making TikToks dancing behind it. It's oh, like. <laughs> terrible well, is there a mod-
0: modern Pompoco uh remake? <laughs> honestly though. uh just no yeah well, the just, just the the, the animation on display yeah and the goblin parade is is stunning um to me that and the, like i said the transformation sequence another stunning yeah, I'm animation i'm glad you brought that scene. up too i
2: should have mentioned that but that was like my one reason initially for sticking around because that was just so impressive that they did it throughout Wait, which and transformation so sequence are we talking Just
0: about? Just like the Tanuki the going one, back the and The one forth. final mirage of... Uh, but no, the, the, the two... Okay, so let's get into the broader... The, in broader that was what I was two, referring to. Those are two specific scenes, and in general... Um, it, you may not uh, like it may not fully register because of how seamlessly it's done. But there are different animation styles at play. Here's our, my last quote: I have from Odell and Leblanc. They say the film uses an- the animation process to portray the complex way in which the Tanuki exists through metamorphosis. We are told early on that the Tanuki are naturally bipedal, only reverting to quadrupled form when humans are present. In the quadru- in- is that, I don't know if that's how you pronounce the word, quadrupled state. Qu- the Tanuki quadruped, quadruped, quadruped. Is- quadruped. Yeah. The quad, quadruped state. The Tanuki are animated to perfectly match their familiar." real-life appearance. Once bipedal, they are portrayed in a number of distinct styles from stylized, obviously anime characters to traditional woodblock an- rep- representations to, full- to full-blown human form. Clothes come and go depending on the circumstance of the situation, often changing in the blink of the eye. The tired or scared to nuke reverts to its non-human look very quickly, so it's imperative to be vigilant at all times. What marks the animation in Pompoco is the way in which the film so effort- effortlessly segues between these states from naturalistic to stylized anthropomorphism. Yes. Um we see them when they're animals extremely realistic uh photorealistic animation of of tanuki they go from that to you know when they're they're standing like humans when they're more anime looking um to when they're like people it's kind of a different and even when they're they're in their uh their bipedal form there's kind of different re- different ways that displays like when they're
1: really like whimsical and happy they look very simplistic. Yeah, like uh, they 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 get they end up looking pretty cartoony when they're like in their comic state, which makes yeah. it all the more like uh, freaky when at the end, like every, the the they're dying, and you get those two in their comic form. You're like, well, I guess we're no match for the humans after all. And then it just cuts to them in their realistic form, like dead actually bro-tale. dead. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's we're, pretty we're, like, nothing in between. So the, the yeah, the, the they 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 the def- definitely different animation styles are used, and I think. Uh, uh, Like, there are are places where it's used effectively, yeah.
0: I'm not sure I've seen another film that blends styles like this through the entirety of its run.
1: Yeah, no way.
2: Like, in Ghibli, you do see it happen, like, maybe once or twice. Like, I can think of, like, Howl's Moving Castle is something where it happens a couple times. But this, like, it does it for two hours, basically.
0: Yeah, I think, like, it's easy to overlook how visually impressive this movie is one of the most
1: visually impressive Ghibli movies. Definitely. In the modern day, we compared to like Spider Verse, right? Like that, oh, using God. like diff- differently animated characters in the same span. But the fact is that this does that doesn't happen very often in animation history.
2: Yeah, yeah. Japan, Japan has Japan. just always been on another level, honestly.
0: Yeah. And at this point, it's still all hand drawn the way they're doing it too. Like in what yeah. in the nineties? <laughs> we're we're approaching that breakpoint of moving somewhat digital with Ghibli, so we'll get there
1: well they, like um, they use a little they, i think they use live action for like a brief second and they also like do like video game style uh they have video, yeah sure yeah they do so, oh yeah that so, was- like, they, they, they they also experiment with that as well
2: i want to go back to like the um environmentalism imagery too cuz like in the beginning when it shows how like they're cutting the mountains out and they have like this image of a leaf
1: mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. little
2: tractors eating up the leaf
1: uh, I, I i love that shot <laughs>
2: A lot of the shots in the beginning, too. Well, just like the imagery of urbanization is just chef's kiss, very yeah. done well.
1: And like right after that is, like the the human gods, and they're like playing with the buildings, like <laughs> yeah, that too. Boys, the like just yeah. a, a, a really, really, um, stamping on like humans control the world.
2: It's very heavy and like East Asian religious imagery too.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Just I. I a lot of these these really impressive visual scenes, I want to go back and just just watch for, for those again, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. so on the environmental, the last thing about the environmentalism front is uh, this takes place, uh, I guess it's more of a setting. So this takes place in Tama, which is, like, right outside of Tokyo, I think. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's about the Tama Newtown development where hundreds of thousands of people, uh, like, live from... And there was nothing there. And then they just developed this massive, like, hill into into the this this crazy this big suburb in japan um and like we start the film in the 60s i think when it's starting and then in the 90s we are where most of the movie takes place where they uh are continuing expansion i assume um and uh i don't know you could well, we'll i want to read more into this but i think our next film we are be talking about uh, whisper of the heart um also takes place in Tama so. We are going to see the, uh, you know, it's, we see Ghibli, you know, we see different, different things. Like it's a very negative depiction here. And then we just see the very human perspective, I think later, a very human centered story. That's, I think that's kind of why you have to, you have to take it outside the human perspective in this movie and tell it from the Tanuki because. When, when you, when you tell, when you tell the, the story from humans, it's just going to all be about humans and what humans are doing. And so like, it is very powerful. I mean, I know it's like something that's done a lot now and Pixar has kind of just done all these movies that are told from animal perspectives, but there's, well, and, and
1: like, it's been done by Disney since the thirties. So like, it's just a, an animation tradition to do this. I'm just yeah, reading a I little
2: bit in, like, a about the city. It was made because people were having too many babies basically.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean,
2: that's I think they mentioned that in the movie, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it and, is
2: in Tokyo. It has a lot of history. I'm bored already.
0: But <laughs> but yeah, no. So, so I just I, I think like the there's there's putting putting the perspective and I don't know if there's there's another Ghibli film that is uh, so non-humanly. Uh, so non-human of a perspective, but uh, to putting putting all this uh, storytelling through the Tanukis and just building know. up this society and having the narrative. Like, it's it's all just a lot to to try to yeah. establish this this non-human perspective. Which
2: that movie really about good. the cats. Does that have any oh, environmentalist yeah. themes at all? Because I've never seen it.
0: <laughs> mm, well, uh, not, that's in the grouping of movies that I have not frequently revisited. So okay. uh, we will see when we get
2: there. We'll find uh, out eventually. Cat returns. Yeah, that's well, that's the cool. only other movie I can think of that has like a huge animal perspective.
1: That's true. Well, say, saying something for the human perspective, though, like when you compare this to something like *Mononoke*, right? Like that's like a human perspective movie about environmentalism. But like, they're like the the main characters are shown as having effect on how people treat the land. Whereas, as you uh, compared to something like *Like Pompoka, where like it's it's purely from the animal perspective, you're left with the powerlessness that uh, like, okay, these mm. main characters, no matter what they do, they're not going to be able to do something. So, like, it's 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 a it's a different. Um, aim. I, I personally connect more to like seeing somebody make the change, but like this is all this is another way to appeal to emotions by showing what happens if no one intervenes.
2: I'm glad you brought those comparisons up in that way too, because now thinking about it, as someone who praises Mononoke, I feel like maybe PompoCo does at, at least express the disparity of like animals suffering in their environments in a much better way than Mononoke does because of how realistic it is it this yeah, should we'll, go we'll without saying we get but... to,
0: we'll see when we get to mononoke yeah i i traditionally i felt like i would have been more on the side of like seeing kind of change implemented being more affected by this but i just really responded to this type of storytelling this time so i'm kind of I'm interested to to compare it maybe to mononoke when we get there yeah. um other other random things uh that we have even hit on um uh, the go- goblin parade we had a bunch of cameos from ghibli characters we don't get this a lot
2: in, we in did. movies.
0: Um, yeah in the beginning. so it's the the, the if you're going to go back and look for it there's like they're practicing and then we transition right into the the actual parade it's like during that transition right in the beginning we get uh Todoro Kiki Porco and uh, y- notice y- young anywhere. Taiko. Um, it it, it, is it, a- it really play. is like a, it's a very second quick, <laughs> very quick yeah. No I really
2: That's need that. to rewatch. This just, is yeah. depressing. You
0: could just rewatch that see so you have to pause it at the to find it but um yeah they're there it's a very not a Ghibli move. Um uh, and some other things. I wanna, some ending scenes we've we been talked about. Um, definitely wanna highlight the scene of, uh, so Gonta is the, the, the warmongering Tanuki and he, uh, mm-hmm. takes his team at the end. He goes to, he has a standoff with the police and he, uh, starts beating down policemen with his testicles. Oh, that oh. in this movie.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, I did, right be, right before that though, I do want to briefly mention we we oh, get how, to come, d- how dare
0: you move away from me bringing this
1: <laughs> Well, no, it's leading up though. But, okay. but like the, re, before that, his his gang is there uh, um, blocking off the the police, and you have both the hippie imagery of people tree hugging combined with the eco terrorist move of chainsawing a wooden <laughs> policeman. Uh, I, I'm just saying that that is a a good no, blend good. of the of the two schools of how to oppose social change
0: that's just Uh, me
1: both of them are me and
0: then the other one is is fighting them with your balls right right Uh, right i mean if you have that option
1: (laughs) that is a good third (laughs) Uh, um no yeah in general in in general i want to say like like, the one thing i knew about going in is magic balls right so like if i'm going in with that i'm like huh this is that we we're not actually using the balls. Actually, there weren't that many I, balls, right? It's right, really not right. that much. Like, there's yes, a scene, yes. there's <laughs> a scene. Where- not throughout like, the whole there's movie. There's like 50, there's like 15 minutes of balls in this movie. Yeah, no, the, 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 there's the one scene where he shows that he can do it from his balls with yeah. the, with the carpet, and then later like there's a, a prominent shot of, of of a tanuki enlarging his balls to become a wrinkly frog that he rides. Uh,
0: but like there, those during the, during the goblin parade, do they, 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 they make jump. their balls into like pumpkin giant
1: pumpkins and stuff like that? They make
2: it into huh. a bridge. They make them into like parachutes. They use them throughout the movie. And so I, I, the, I,
1: the, I, the parachutes yeah. is in this finale. Scene, which i would agree once we get to the finale it's like okay finally we're using this to its full effect and uh yeah it was interesting to see a policeman tramp um the policeman being trampled by by squishy balls
2: okay yeah sure i mean that's like the most effective like if you're gonna go protest just throw your balls in the police faces
1: yeah well,
0: pampoca's really tapping into modern times with
2: that it kind of is actually you know what i like it more now but like still i hate it it's too many balls yeah, I, I mean
0: Ali honestly though I know a lot of people are going to react this way anti the ball like is there <laughs> is there more to say about or is it just like an emotional anti kind of ball reaction like is there is it like actually bad or is it just like it's no it's not actually
2: bad again it's really a culture thing like I don't actually take too much issue just
0: personally i was uncomfortable (laughs) and not it's it's like definitely a culture thing you could argue though that you know it comes from like a a misogynistic culture and that's that's the breeding
2: ground i didn't want to go there but japan is very showinistic still they have been for a long time i think that is part of it but it's mostly like bodily humor like you know in america we have fart and poop jokes all the time which i also hate but sometimes i laugh and you know well if if
1: if we briefly want to go into the into the gender um, treatment of this uh, of this movie, uh, I did find it interesting that like we never really get an explanation for like how the female Tanuki do it, whereas like we dedicate a whole scene to how the males do it. I think, and it's, then, I like, think the, it's all men using the balls.
0: Yeah, no, well, they don't have the balls, but there was a scene but showing. But that, uh, uh,
1: yeah, the they they, they can shape shift, yeah. and like yeah, they can really, shape shift. Yeah, and we never really is the shape shifting
0: because... innately connected to the balls. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Right, it's a semi- <laughs> no. Ma- a semi- may- semi- maybe not.
1: Maybe not. There's it's a semi- a semi- <laughs> semi-
2: it's the women, they're they're like they can shape shift too, and they like lead the master
0: shapeshifters, osho Osho, the or yeah yeah Yeah, Osho.
1: i I don't remember her name but she's osho
0: and oroku are the two old old ones yeah
1: yeah and like Um, we we get it we get a scene of a voiceover it's like the females were just as good as the males at shapeshifting and they're jump roping the the whole time uh, yeah yeah Uh, um the grandma is really fun Uh, her her opening scene is great because like it gives you the impression like okay like she's like the the leader around here and she gets them to shut up and stuff. But unfortunately, that kind of fades out, out through the rest of the movie. Like she she kind of gets like on an equal footing with the other older elder. So like that was a little bit disappointing. But uh yeah, she she she's one of the few uh, characters that I, I liked when she got time. Um, but yeah, so um in general, this is this is one of the more um stereotypical uh movies I've seen in the Ghibli catalog in terms of uh, male versus female compared to like more progressive uh depictions we've been able to see i think in the fact that
2: they're animals also just they're not going to try to raise up female animals Yes,
1: yeah it's like oh we got we got to make sure that you know they're female because they got breasts and yeah that too
0: (laughs) yeah i think they're just they're just portraying the society um they're trying to portray a typical society as like an entry point to the the humanizing of them Um, i did just think
2: of a hot take though there's a lot of media that portrays like female genitals and never male genitals but in this it's flipped on its head
1: Wow. Yeah, we don't wow. see a lot of
0: balls in America. I mean, I think people no. respond negatively to them, but maybe it's our uncomfortability with It's uh, equality,
2: balls. finally. <laughs> Need more balls in media.
0: Yeah, we're yeah. Once we once we get a lot of balls in American media, that that's just that is true definitely quality.
2: part of the problem though. That's why like we're, you know, the well. opposite of desensitized to seeing balls. And that's why it was very I don't know. I reacted the way I did because we don't see it often, and the way that it's used here is just so wild and often.
1: And like, even if there was no balls in this movie, this still would be the horniest Ghibli movie so far.
2: (laughs) Because there's
1: no, it's mating season. Yeah, yeah, there's like like,
2: multiple love
0: scenes
1: that
2: shows a kiss. Like no Ghibli. Like there's maybe three other that I can think of. Does this count count as
0: one of the few kisses? Yes.
2: The kiss is, is the like kiss between Sokichi so right so and yeah.
0: Okio, is that the kiss? Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's then really, they have That's the true ship. It is. D- so ki- also- the thing is, Sokichi, I think at the end, Sokichi is the one that turns into a human, and then he's reunited with all yeah. the rest of them, and Okio is one of the ones that stays by, and that's so tragic.
2: Yeah, she, she has to take care of the babies, he's not paying any child support, it sucks. <laughs>
0: I don't like it. Maybe, I thought that they maybe, he, maybe yeah, he is dropping off payments as he earns maybe, his salary yeah. job. <laughs> <He> <laughs> yeah,
1: Shakichi is like a, a character. So he's like the a, main character, right? Uh, right. right. And like I figure he's like the closest to a main, but at the same time, like it it, it does get kind of confusing, like what his uh, his that. his driver is at times. There's one scene that stood out to me that I was a bit confused by, where like they're talking about different proposals, and like uh, he 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 brings up like, hey, we could like share the resources, become like a communist society, or like <laughs> rescue the captured, and then immediately Gante is like, no, coup, coup, I need yeah. to take over the government right now. Uh, so. well, then now- uh, also, like, and then, yeah, seconds. and then it just like dissol- like fizzles out, and nobody does anything after that. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm uh, They criticize Chokichi for sounding like a human, and like at the beginning of the movie, there's like a brief scene where he's like, I watch the humans closely, so I can cu- uh, I can understand what they do, and he like turns into a soccer ball and stuff. So like, there's like that, like sort of. The through line that like Shokichi especially is connected to humans compared to the other Tanuki, but it just it never really like it doesn't feel like it does anything substantial with that, uh, aside from, I guess, the finale of like him deciding to be among the ones that turn into humans.
0: Yeah, and by the way, I think the, uh, the reason that we see them drop their plans and kind of they always kind of end up partying and trying and like uh, getting it sidetracked is uh because i think in the mythology they are just like hedonistic creatures um, yeah. they, that's just like what they do it's like what tanuki do yeah um so i think it makes more sense with the the mythology backing uh, of the characters um oh child support <laughs> uh yeah maybe i mean at the you're right at the end he just i was thrown off by that being uh Su- I was too. he's the one who's the human um yeah, I, but but it's just like they both have their different names and not, none of them really work. I, I th- Yeah, I think like the the elder grandma is, is <laughs> the most the prominent character other than Sokichi. And, I mean, Gonta's, like, Gonta's name checked
1: the most, so I, like knew he, who she was. I'm going <laughs> to
2: assume that's who JK plays in the dub.
1: I think so? Uh, well, that would be a good guess. Uh, no, it is I, not. I don't think so. I think it's oh, some it's other. Not.
0: It's a it's a character who I had no idea who they were, so I didn't. Oh, damn. <laughs> other than these, well, the five I wrote down here, I really don't know. G- Gonta is voiced by Clancy Brown, who voices oh. a lot of villains. Oh, so okay. you know, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good long choice. thing. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
2: at the beginning of the movie, when they're fighting each other, do they like? I kind of I glossed over it. Do they come together because like, hey, the humans are destroying our environment? Like, yeah, there are two yeah. Tanuki clans, right?
0: Yeah, right. I think it's Sokichi and Gonta, and then okay. g- grand- Grandma brings them together, like, hey, the humans are gonna kill us, all this is dumb. So,
2: yeah. Okay, so it was that those two were the people, or rather Sokichi and Gonta were the two,
0: like... I think so, to... yeah. It, t- yeah, it takes a little sense. bit to get into the storytelling that we're doing, but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, another kind of plot, I guess, is the they we send these three people out to try to find the masters of, uh, of the Master Transformers. Yeah,
2: um, and then there's that other family that does transform into humans, like all together, like that live in the really big house. And it's like it's like a scene out of a G, like a K-drama or a J-drama rather like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're in their tonos and they're like oh don't leave me. He's like I have no choice and he's like a beautiful oh, man even
0: as a tanuki. Yeah. yeah we get we get the other than uh, other than Tama we also have a few scenes that take place in Shikoku. Um, which we interestingly just saw in Ocean Waves. That's where Ocean Waves takes place <laughs> oh. uh, in, 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 Ko- in Kochi and Shikoku, Shikoku. I didn't even know about uh, Kochi or Shikoku, but now I know from these two movies. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a, they, they, there's a whole subplot of the the guy that's sent there falls in love with the, the the chief's daughter, and they have a family, and he has to leave them to go back. Yeah.
2: Oh, she. Oh, okay. Now I get it. I thought they just. I don't know what I thought, but that makes sense.
0: I mean, yeah, there's like two scenes. eh? (laughs) It's it's
1: not. uh, There's the the one, the elder, uh, I mean, the the guy who went off to search for the master and he came back saying, like, yeah, he actually died like 40 years ago. Uh, I I, I just. Yeah, that was the second guy who was who set yeah, out yeah, that was a second different guy. And, different master. And, and he comes back and it's like I've only been gone three years. How did everything change? But and it, like the main thing I want to bring up, this is right before like what you describe as like the ma- like the big scene where like everything ch- uh, is visually changed for one last time. But like he says something like, "What would it prove to do something like that now?" And the the I think it's Granny says nothing, but it will be amusing. Yeah. And like to me, that kind of like signifies how a lot of this movie feels (laughs) because like a lot of it is like tricking the humans and like uh, i get like from their perspective like we're gonna scare scare them off but from our perspective from the human perspective it's like no there's raccoons are like doing it for fun and stuff and it's not gonna do anything and that is how the movie proceeds but it's just funny like to have it like boiled down to like that line like yeah we know it's not gonna do anything but it'll be there is also a line (laughs)
2: earlier in the movie where they're like it was so much fun like messing with them like, I kind of assumed it was to scare them, but maybe in a lot of. Yeah, well, I, again, I think that's the, the
0: backing of all this uh, Tanuki stuff is that they're these, these hedonistic tricksters. So, like, yeah. that, that's kind of their motivation for a lot of this. But, and so um, are no, the foxes, apparently. The, well, again, yeah, we'll come back to the fox in a second. But yeah, no, that, end, that at the end, Alex, when they do the, the last, one last illusion, they've given up at that point. It's over. Yeah. Like, lost <laughs> yeah. And. And that, you know, that is, it's, it's part of what I tried to describe in the beginning of like emotionally wearing you down and like it's nothing works. This nothing they do works. And uh, and then they just give up. But they're like, you know, we're these happy creatures. So we're going to do one last thing to make us happy and then we'll try to survive how we can. Um, I mean, yeah, it's frustrating. I, I, I found it part of the kind of the emotional appeal at the end of the movie.
1: Um, it's just the equivalent of like the Titanic, where those dudes are playing the music. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Yeah, that's pretty much. It's true. The, yeah, the, the, we have foxes. We
0: have a scene when we go into into Tokyo, and oh,
1: Fox um, Human Design was like, wow, <laughs> like that. That that, yeah. that that that's a character design. Like, I, I, I that's gonna stick with me. What about I don't the, know the, if it... the, the, the the the
0: attractive lady who tricks the policeman, the raccoon what? lady. that hurts? oh. Him?
1: Oh, um, that that one was good too. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, the guy, the dude who looks kind of, sort of, um, like androgynous.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the Is eyes are like coming right, down right like, like fox, a- the fox guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Like the um, eyes are coming down like almost vertically at some and point. And he has and eyeliner like, on. Pointy nose. It's
0: not yeah. eyeliner, eyeshadow. <laughs> yeah, he's interesting. And we have this whole plot about Wonderland, the theme park too. Um, and, you know, parallel yeah. Disney, Disney Sea, and other things in. In, in Tokyo, probably? No,
2: um, Universal. Oh, no, wait, that's not Tokyo.
0: But still. Yeah. I don't know if it's in that direction or not. But, um, <laughs> no, it's Kyoto. <laughs> the, the, the Disney city or whatever. But in general, theme parks around Tokyo, you know, so I think it's, it's playing on the end. But yeah, there's there's a whole thing in the fox. And um, yeah, I mean, look, there, there's there's probably too much going on here. I, I, I think so. Um, the foxes, I think, were, were kind of fun. And, the, and the, it's fun because they, they get mentioned a lot as the other people who can shapeshift and then you do end up seeing them um and you see that they they've just resorted to trying to blend into society and uh, they, that, that's that, kind of depressing in its own right yeah. they
1: also yeah. mentioned and some cats can shape you uh, thought oh we're gonna get a cat person yeah yeah and we <laughs> ne- we never got we never got a cat, got a cat uh, person that's so. yeah
0: that's the most depressing part of the movie no cat person um yeah i guess foxes not not that uh, they ju- just look like a human though right and then it just turned back into a cat but it still looked like a human yeah um. What, I think that might have been the last thing I wanted to bring up Um. any any other parts of the ending oh okay so they're the, another I think emotionally affecting scene is the non-transforming ones they just give up and they go on like a pleasure cruise to their death
1: yeah that's yeah. like a real scene that weird I also
2: I didn't know how to feel I like kind of wasn't paying attention to a lot of it but it kind of made sense like they're just fed up with everything yeah. I guess right is that what it's supposed to be well, just, well, they, like, they, they gave this, up
0: this, and this. they're like okay let's party we'll die <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like the, the setup is that while they're like preparing this stuff, the oldest sage has like organized this cult. Oh, he, like, yeah, he has another sect. Yeah. Yeah, for like the non transformers. Like, well, we can't do anything, so we'll just dance our life away. And so then, like, the culmination is the ship thing where uh, I, this is a good testicle scene where they stretch out his testicles into like a really giant circle and then turn that into a boat somehow. But, uh, <laughs> oh, it's a testicle, <laughs> but I will better. appreciate that, that
2: they're like, like using everything to their advantage, but like stop it.
1: it. It's very reminiscent of like seeing like the um the boat from Road to El Dorado like going off. You use goals. your is tail. Is Why does it have to be the
2: balls? <laughs>
0: It's the, it's the most stretchy thing, apparently. You can just uh, turn it into anything. It makes
2: no sense.
1: <laughs> it, it's it's water resistant. My really, favorite really is just the initial show.
0: scene when it's like they're on this uh, carpet and it's like, did you know this is my balls that you're I think that's still the best. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. I laughed that's really like, hard,
2: but I was so also good. very disturbed. They were just sitting on his balls the whole time. Oh.
1: <laughs> So uh, with with that ending, I think around then also like a- after um uh, uh, after the, the 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 gang gets uh, killed off, while that's happening, there's also like the some of the dead ones join up to this giant head and they like bounce around uh, on the highway and like yeah. start cra- like breaking cars. Yeah, that's. I think that's that's
0: going to last stand. I think.
1: Okay. And,
0: and and then they die because they get hit by a truck. And they're like, oh, okay. we never stood a chance.
1: So that's uh, meant to be literal. Okay. Okay. Because like it was so close to like the, the ship thing, I was like, okay, is this like some kind of metaphor? I mean, I think like, that's how, like, literal, too. Gets, uh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean,
2: yes. But, I'm sorry, yeah, I, I have don't. to go back to the balls. I think I realized my like, huge grievances. I want to know, does it hurt? Because, like... Oh. That's the yeah. problem I have with it. Like, there's I no way. I guess not.
0: I guess not. Well, <laughs> the, thi- the thing is,
1: uh, uh, like, I-, I battled with this too last night because it's like, oh, on the one hand, like, it- in order for it to stretch, it needs this. to be like rubbery. So you, 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 obviously, you wouldn't be able to feel anything to have that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, like, if you did feel it, can you imagine the pain every single time you need to like shapeshift into something? Like, don't you also um, have to be able to feel it to be fertile? Does that is that not how it works? I'm
2: not it's sure about the science
1: magic. there, but <laughs> also uh, also just when they're getting uh, hit by the policeman, I did notice on second watch that the some of the policemen are beating the the testicles and they deflate at some yeah. point. so I think that there is some feeling, at least to the point where like if you hit it enough times, they begin feeling and like lose their uh, their um, their uh, vol- volatility, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did you notice yeah.
0: anything else about the testicle physics in the movie, Alex?
1: um i noticed that like it's some like they like turn into into inflated balls but then they like change it to parachutes above them so like i'm curious about like, how like it like turns around to to do are, that. You, are you looking
0: at notes or is this off the top of your head
1: the, this part is off the top of my head i'm just like trying i'm trying to remember all the balls so scenes. some of
0: the ball your ball talking points were written down though
1: Right. Like oh okay. I, I, okay. yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's good note taking on the balls. Yeah, thank you. Um, any any other ball notes you have you want to get out there?
1: <laughs> oh, oh. I, I mean, I already mentioned this, but the wrinkly frog is the best usage of the balls in this in this movie because, like, that's how balls actually are. The, the scrotums are wrinkly, so it makes sense that it turns into something wrinkly like a frog. So, I if you I, can I, transform it, though, you could get rid of the wrinkles. I mean, sure, but that 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 feels like cheating. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe
0: tanuki balls are not wrinkly. Mm. Are all balls inherently wrinkly, Alex? Yes. Yeah. I think uh, so. I
1: mean, I, well, again, like we're talking about the scrotum, not not the balls themselves, but like the the covering. And, over I, they're
0: them. stretching their scrotum, right? Right, now, right. The it's balls. Not, they're not the balls. Are, the are balls aren't, are aren't you know? So I don't think it would hurt because the I balls. I thought that would they hurt, were stretching
1: the every part of the like penis oh, so ball do you think like, situation. The ball is also getting larger. I mean, that's possible. Yeah. Does, but does, like, does uh, the ball
0: have to be part of the structure they transform form something into? <laughs> but like apparently, something.
1: Thank thank you, listener, for surviving through this. Okay, that's the end of this
0: discussion. Okay, there you go. Alex, any final comments on Popoco?
1: Ah, um it's a very cartoonish movie uh one thing i did uh, note to, at the in the intro is like w- when you're introduced to the raccoons being able to to transform whenever they want like you get like them like taking on like samurai and shogun and sumo where like just like all the the stereotypes of <laughs> japanese fighting all in one scene and like that that continues through the rest of the movie where like when when you get into cartoonish mode like they, they really they really uh double double down on that and so but, again, like, they mix the styles enough that it's uh, it's survivable through, throughout the movie. And, um, yeah, in, in general, this movie, like, it's, it's funny, right, because, like, it is very cartoony. But at the same time, as we've discussed for, like, half the podcast, it deals with uh, serious issues in such a, a, a defeated way, almost, <laughs> like, of... Well, they're they're not gonna change this by the end of the movie, and you're just gonna have to watch it all fall apart. So um, it, it's a it's a very uh, complicated uh, movie to, to to really um to to break down and watch. Uh, so like in spite of all our ball talk, I think that this is uh, this is a movie that's going for some very serious messages. Uh, I i um at least to me personally, it doesn't fully succeed but I, I can see um the the angle it's going for and uh yeah, it's just it, it's it's a movie that I had fun talking about uh, much more fun talking about than watching if that well, makes that's sense
0: cause, that's because you had a lot of notes on balls already. <laughs>
1: i I'm like, I only had the frog line. Everything else was about like how like the media is being used and like how uh, how like the no face stuff was pretty fun and uh, very long. No face, there.
0: we're not getting him for a little bit. <laughs> a
1: little bit. <laughs> uh, that that, no, that, so you, that okay. Music. A lot
0: of you had a lot of ball talking points. Not all of them were written down. Okay. Right. Right.
1: Bad. Yeah. Uh, that that music where like people are going hey hey. <laughs> that, like like it's used several times in the movie. In general, the musical choices in this movie are like way weirder than I remember. Um, like even even only yesterday, uh, like it uses that like Hungarian music for a brief moment. That's true. But like so like T- Takahata loves his uh, his. Um, going off the wall <laughs> with the music just and I and respect this is, the, that. this is supposed to be weird, so I think he's got right, it. Right, right. And that's, stuff, yeah. that's like, where I'm at at the end of the day. Like, I, I, with animation, I love movies that go for, like, g- that go... Yeah, I feel out. like, I feel like I this love. should be in your wheelhouse, as to Right, that, like, and, 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 like, I love weird premises, or, like, stuff where you're trying like, fit, uh, hu- human themes into something so fantastical like this, which is why, like, I, I, I want, I, I would like to defend it, but, like, uh, I just just I can't I can't get all the way there without like not being able to have as much fun with the with the main characters as I should be because like this is going for com- for comedy and I wasn't laughing that much I was just more like yeah. oh like that's weird like I, I enjoyed the surreal parts of this I, I don't think the humor lands as much. And that, uh, that combined with, like, the character stuff, like, the theming, uh, like, while I can see what it's going for, it doesn't hit me as much as I would hope for. So, like, it's just, like, there's – all the ingredients are there. And uh, I, for whatever reason, the soup didn't that, – that I, I didn't like the soup. So, like, uh, that that just – I think that just happens sometimes. But uh, I, I really – uh, Takahata I, is is a director that I'm really growing to love just for the swings that he takes in each of, in each of his movies, and I think that you know, even if they hit or they don't hit, I'm very glad to to watch these movies just to like have more in my m- more more expanding my mind as to what animation is uh, is capable of, and like the 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 ceiling and the floor of of those efforts, you know. Yeah. Okay. I want. I thought you were going to say
0: something you could tie to balls with that. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Expanding what a man is capable of. I think we talked about Oh, expanding. I get it. <laughs> mm, expanding. No. the Much like the... the okay, anyway. Allie, final Pompoko oh, thoughts.
2: So, I mean, you guys pretty much covered it. But I think, as, I mean, as often as it happens when we have discussions on these podcasts, I really need to reconsider a lot of my initial hate but I also after just watching it a few days ago and sitting on it I think I like it more after ruminating on it um I don't know how high I would put it on the Ghibli list but I also think um Takahata is a director I'm I've initially not really had a lot of feelings towards well at least not regarding films like Grave of the Fireflies because that was just too much um, but I think he is pretty underrated and not known enough, which is not so good, but I hope to watch more of his movies. Like, I don't remember if I've even seen only yesterday or, um, Kaguya yet, but yeah, I'm definitely going to after this. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still kind of on the fence about this, but I definitely am more positive about Pompoko after talking with you guys about it. And also just thinking about it before we had this discussion.
0: I think Grave of the Fireflies needed more balls in it. No. I think that no! maybe was, was Maybe that would have saved them if they had some experience. Oh my god. Balls. Wow. It, yeah. It,
1: it needed even more of the kids arguing with each other about what to do next and then not doing anything. It needed I more I also of
2: that. I do like your take that it's very like if we had Pompoco now like and the police, I don't know. If if you guys are protesting the police, don't use your balls, please if you listen I mean, to this.
0: Unless unless
2: Unless, unless they're, they're
0: life like life balls they're that good, are not good attached, good resource, to you. you know.
1: And, and, and make sure everything is recorded because nobody believes you when stuff isn't recorded. Yes. live tweet everything.
0: Yeah. Yes. yes. yes the movie. Yep. yep. TikTok
2: okay. spraying the cops with their own pepper spray.
0: Okay, because that's a thing apparently. Yeah. Um. The uh, there's a lot of police stuff I think in in this movie. Yeah. So yeah there's also the the changing of the woman. Can we say man.
2: that this film is anti is antifa?
0: uh i think this movie this movie is anti-police and all other humans based so <laughs> that is included and okay, good. Anti, anti, especially anti the structures of society that are contributing to yes. uh to, to the, the the destruction of habitats which uh, police are apparently a part of yeah.
2: considering that i now rate this movie higher so there okay, you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah so i'm i'm i was happy to revisit pump here because i had a, a great experience with it and um uh, I, I do think it's the type of movie it might it might play bad, play better on multiple more rewatches like uh Takadas uh, other movies and I want to revisit again just for the visuals just to see if I have a similar emotional reaction um happy to have uh taken, you know, a movie that I, one of the few Ghibli ones I hadn't really had as, as thought about as much and uh, gotten into it a lot here. So I, I think, think that was
2: also, I'm the... sorry. I, I think I was also shocked when you were like, it's very Japanese. So we need your take. And then initially it's just balls in your face. I was like, is this Japanese? Do, do, you, it,
0: it, do you agree that it ends up being like incredibly culturally, like not in like, it's like in a very specific way, but it's, it's more, yeah. and maybe it's more like hard. Hard to translate to Americans versus specifically cultural Japanese, but I think probably there's a lot we take oh. for granted in here.
2: I think you're right in a certain sense, not really in like the environment. Environment. Oh my god. Environmental. My, Mental.
0: Mentalist- yeah, I think those themes way, translate well
2: because it translates yeah. all across. But like, especially with at least the year that it takes place in and the baby boom that happened in Japan. I don't know if that happened in that year anywhere else but I mean I'm assuming it's all kind of connected but especially with the balls it's totally very hard to translate (laughs) well well, uh, culturally
1: I I think that uh, I I give American audiences more credit and I would think that they would get o- I mean I think people can get over the balls like I think that that's not mm. something that should be as big, big mm. a, a problem but a judging I, I, by our discussion here I don't know about that yeah I don't know hey, we, we, we left, how long is this? I don't we think left, you can we get over it. Like 70 minutes before like really getting into the balls but also I'll say like I think that the, the Japanese part of this is that the, the traits of the Tanuki main characters can't be messed with because they come from that folklore but like because you're kind of you're kind of limited in that that like affects like how, how okay, much no, you can I, do. I, I, I think
0: that's a hard part to translate is yeah understanding yeah. the motivations yeah. of them and the ball but, stuff just generally how the Tanuki are behaving I think all that's very cultural.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah so the, that, that part I would agree with like it, it, that's probably something that gets lost I was just definitely expecting like a
2: lot of I don't know people like praying and in temples and I don't know like more culture than just folklore but I definitely see where you were coming from
0: <laughs> yeah, I just guess it's shocking. it's not like it's not like Weeb culture it's not like but, yeah. shinto culture it's it's like weird like different it's like folklore m- type mythological
2: uh, culture mythologie- which I <laughs> didn't really get to study a lot because my college program sucked but it's okay <laughs>
1: But that, that that's a fun a fun thing to think about like how totoro deals with like the spirit the spirits and like how reverential you should be of that yeah, Col- versus Totoro's something like this side
0: yeah like
1: and like this is more like yeah like people don't care anymore like <laughs> let's just have fun with it
0: yeah that's an interesting aspect to that i'm glad you brought up a few times i'll look for that one yeah one too, and in future so let us know your reactions to pompoko what you thought of the balls? Please. What you thought of the environmentalism. Genuinely <laughs> find, curious. Find all the ways to contact us. Especially, actually, if invaded. any com.
2: Japanese people are listening to this, tell us what you think.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, uh, it's other favorite movies involving raccoons? Maybe you can talk about Over the Hedge a little oh, bit. Oh
0: my god! I don't think, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, we could. What
2: other movies them. have raccoons in them?
0: Uh, well, Over the Hedge was the only movie I had in my mind. So. <laughs> Tanuki Tanuki only. No raccoons. Come on. We can talk Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah. Okay, yes. There's some uh, I think there's probably Tanuki in...
2: they need to add balls to the costume. It's a Japanese game. Get with the times.
0: Yeah, they did take the balls away. Mario doesn't have giant balls when he he comes to Tanookie.
1: The nutjob. That's a
0: wreck.
2: Okay, all right. (laughs) 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 Okay.
0: Okay. next up, Whisper of the Heart. Very different movie. No (laughs) ball talk coming up in there uh, let's get it. So we got it out of our system here <laughs> that's it no i think there's i don't think it'll apply to any other gibley movie we'll see guardians of the galaxy
1: that's a raccoon <laughs> okay
0: there you go what if he's really a tanuki and guardian
1: oh my god it? please and that's why he can talk that'd be that'd be better
0: yeah what if he starts transforming in the next one
1: uh, i mean I that, that the rock, rocket would definitely say balls a lot he if, would say yeah, balls,
0: yeah. We should suggest that to them.
1: Okay. The, that,
0: that's it. We'll see you for... Uh, oh, patron, too. Patreon.com slash animated. Thanks to all our current patrons. Uh, spe- I don't even know where it is. Especially <laughs> our patron of the podcast, Hugh. And uh, Hugh, who, uh, supporter of the Ghibli Watch films, will uh, get Hugh's ball stakes. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we'll get anyone anyone's ball stakes. And thanks to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, Needle, and Phoenician. Uh, back for whisper the hearts i'm um, also excited for yamada's coming up as the next talk out of film um, oh that's the one yeah so thanks listen guys we'll see you next time bye bye, bye.